Welcome to the Adopted Brothers Podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to discuss knowing and not knowing about your birth family. Now, here's your hosts, Gerald Beard and Craig Greeno. How you guys doing? This is Gerald. And this is Craig. So yeah, we're just going to jump right in. So I uh, was aware that I was adopted from a young age. We didn't really talk about it too much, but as I talked in the second episode, um, I was in an interracial family. So I was black and uh, they were white. So just from that, I, you know, um, at a young age, you kind of just see differences. And so I kind of just knew uh, that I was adopted, something was different. Can't tell you um, the exact day or time of when they told me kind of the story of how it happened or why I was adopted. I was always showed, uh, you know, uh, plenty of love. I felt part of the family. I didn't feel different only in the sense of my color. My mom did the best she could, give me information on being black, going to get my hair cut, doing different things, you know, just to make me feel, you know, that I was different in the sense of knowing that that's okay. I mean, that really helped, showed her love for me. Do you think it was harder knowing or than not knowing? Um, I don't know. I kind of have uh, what I was going to talk about. Knowing, I didn't know, but we didn't really ever talk about it. I didn't really, I guess, gain anything of, from knowing because... <laughs> I didn't build anything on it. I kind of just hid it away and just kind of pushed it away. You know, I didn't really, you know, work on the pain or, or work on anything of of wondering why I was different or, you know, or it was okay to be different and, and things that made me different and made me the same and stuff like that. We just never even had the conversation. So as I got older and, and, and you know, as you talk about stuff and do things, you, you do start realizing that it definitely would help me in certain areas in my life. But definitely I... I uh, you know, was appreciative that I that I that I didn't know because I know if, just for myself if I didn't know, I just feel like it'd be a lot harder to find out at a later age. Um, you know, maybe if you're a teenager or you know an adult or just, just you know just down the road where you kind of at that point in my own head uh, would kind of feel like betrayed. You go, you know, you didn't you kind of held something from me. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I with the question being answered, yes, I do in my own head think it was better to know. Um, it did make things a little bit easier, a little bit smoother, just in in life. <laughs> kind of like in my case where I didn't know. Yeah. And just wondered in my entire life, basically growing up, trying to find that hole, that piece that fits that that hole in, in that was in me. Your family, when you're adopted, sometimes they think, oh well. You should just be happy that you're with us. You don't need to know anything else. But you do. You have that little bit of, of you that wants to know and needs to know, I think. Yes. Sometimes your friends don't understand. Your family doesn't understand. So I'm on the opposite side of you where I didn't know. And I wish I would have been able to know. Just because it would have helped out of a lot. For a yeah, lot. <laughs> it gives you a little bit more, not closure in your life, but kind of fills that little empty space that you have. Yes. God ultimately is there to fill the empty space in your heart, but you still have that other little piece where you don't know anything. I hear that for sure. And then, yeah, just I, uh, I really never thought about being adopted. I mean, I guess, you know, everybody's different, but I just really... As I was growing up, I don't really have instances where I, you know, was like, oh, you know, this or that about being adopted. Like, you know, I just kind of was accepted it, you know, just kind of went with it. But I just know, you know, as I got older, looking back in certain situations on ways I felt different, that just made me feel weird and I didn't know. And now as I got older, I look back and it was in situations in the sense of like uh, when I had, like, I guess, introduced people to my family. No, like uh, showing people that I was different, then that's really, I have memories of me 
uh, shutting down of me just really, you know, just having that abandonment feeling, having like all those feelings of being adopted, like it wasn't normal anymore. And then it wasn't a normal thing that I felt that way. So when I did feel that way, it really shut me down and just made me feel different. And I didn't know how to talk about it, you know, in the sense of that, because people do treat you different. Oh, yeah. And it can be, regardless of what it is, being adopted. But in my sense of being adopted was being to a white family and then being black. And just how people say things to you and just how people treat you. And it's uh, it's, it's hard because, you know, um, for myself, and I don't know about how everybody else is, but uh, who you are and what God made you is something you should be proud of. And yes. I'm proud to be black and and. Uh, when people say things or say this or that, it, it it really you know really triggers something in me, and and I and I get frustrated and irritated, and it's a thing that I had to grow through, and grow you know over and, and get over it, and just you know be a, a man of the Lord. But it was definitely a challenge for me to do that, and I just I, I just saw that through the you know knowing through being adopted was being nice, but came with his challenges as well as yeah is through that so so what you're saying is god helped you through and he's still helping you through these challenges that you face for sure so i have a question for you though did you ever make up a fantasy life growing up about birth parents and what they did or anything um not that i can remember no i just i definitely thought about them definitely you know i guess of just being different how tall i was in a kid or just you know oh, questions yeah. uh your brothers or sisters ask mom or you know you, you see your dad you know talking to you just just about traits you know, that they got just from grandpa down the line you know you do remember those type things that kind of stick once again just to kind of show that you <laughs> that you're different so you didn't ever make up stories like how the movies portray adoption and or being an orphan or being in uh, foster care in the movie Annie. Yeah, right. We're like, oh, she gets adopted by some rich guy and her life is amazing. Because I know me growing up not knowing, that's kind of what I did. Okay. Made up those stories like, oh, my parents must be rich and they're going to do this and they're going to come find me one day and we're going to live in this big mansion and have all these cool things. and But that's not true that was just my mind making up a story and sometimes it was just because i was in maybe a bad place in my mind growing up sometimes you get in that bad place where you're like do they care does anybody really care if i'm even here do i matter to anybody so i'd make up these stories not true yeah right <laughs> not true i mean it is true that i matter but it's not true the stories yes no i no, i hear you Craig. but have you ever had those also those feelings like maybe you didn't matter to not your adoptive parents but maybe like your birth parents and then i know this is a tough question oh yeah know, so oh for both that's definitely for both i mean you you know you're always gonna have love and and like as well as, as what i got from my biological family but uh i don't know i think i was like 12 or 13 uh, my mom and dad actually got a divorce and so that's that was just kind of another thing, someone leaving. And it was just definitely a hard time in my life. It was just another... Um, hurdle? Yeah, hurdle and, and, and just a, a way to try to find myself. And through adoption, you know, it just it, it kind of just made it harder because I was already trying to find myself. And then around that 12 or 13, 14, 15, whatever, um, it was in a really hard time finding yourself. And then, you know, my you know main uh, person of, of who I'm looking up to and kind of trying to find out, you know, how to do life left 
and it just yeah it just made it a challenge and, and it makes you feel not wanted again because yeah. um, the divorce isn't it for you know about you and all that good stuff but when you're a kid it just it, it, it's hard and then once again once you're not talking about all that stuff that comes with adoption so once again it just gets added on added on added on some people can handle it and go through life and you know do it like I said through ep- other episodes you know one one time or the other you know you will be broke and that's when everything crumbles and, yes. and, and you know you know when you're broke I'm talking to people that have been broke I mean you can't get out of bed I mean you can't you can't do anything I mean it's like and for myself I talk like that because I'm a I'm a type of person that I do like to hang out and do stuff but I, I do like to work. I'm a worker. I like to, to do stuff for my family. I, you know, I like to go outside and, and that type of stuff. But, you know, when I was broke, I, I just couldn't move. And, and when you get to that point, you know, you start just start seeing yourself in different lights and start seeing things of what triggered this and, and that. And for myself, that's when adoption just kind of started, you know, showing me different things. of Instances, you know, where I used it for a crutch or, you know, used it for someone not wanting me or something like that. Of getting that feeling again. Yeah, it's kind of like you get in that hole. Yeah. And then it's hard to get out of that hole. Yep, because like I said, for being adopted on us knowing that. Yes. It's like the hole you just started. When you're young, you just, you know, it's a little hole. And then by the time you get old, it's a pretty big hole because like Craig has his experiences and I have my experiences of getting let down and and getting all that stuff. And then guess what? The hole just gets deeper because it's like, oh, look at it. It happened again. And so we dig deeper. And then it happened again, dig deeper before we know it, we're engulfed. And so when we have our bad days or rough time, we jump into a hole and then it's like, man, we're, we're engulfed in pain and, and, and everything that comes with it. And that's the, that's the thing that really you need to focus on when you're work. you know, when you're thinking about yourself as being adopted and about that hole is who put you in that hole? You put your own, we put our own selves in that hole. Your adoptive family loves you. If you have adoptive siblings, they love you, but it's your own mindset that can put you in that hole. And then you try and dig out and then some, something happens. Like Jerry was saying, an incident happens. Well, then you put yourself back in that hole instead of just moving forward and saying, Hey, I'm not going to let this person or this incident really knock me down. You let it knock you down back into that hole and then you dig that hole deeper and wider until you get to that point where you're like, I can't even get out of this hole anymore because yeah. I've been in that hole. Yeah. Multiple times I've been in that hole. Yeah. And it, it is very hard to get out of that hole. But how I've learned to get out of that hole is turning to God. Yeah, for sure. And he actually will give you that ladder. Strength. And strength to get out of that hole. That's... That's a hard thing to deal with. So, did you ever uh, see pictures of your fam- your birth family when you were little? Yeah. By the time you were like a teen, or yeah, young yeah, I teen, did. I did. I did see pictures. I did see pictures when I was a baby for sure. And then when I grew up, I, I always seen pictures. I had a I had a baby book that was made for me that had like half my biological family and half uh, the family my my family that I live with now uh, that they had made for me. So yeah, that was something I definitely held uh, pretty close to me while I was growing up. And yeah, stuff like that. That's why I said the question in the beginning of knowing and not knowing. You know what? Well, you know if I had to choose, that's the type of, of knowing because that's the type of stuff that you'd get you know, you know the baby book that i cherish and that's kind of funny because i was gonna actually talk about that but i kind of got off track i did know and like i said all that good stuff but everybody's different and everybody's just gonna actually let it sink in and and, and kind of actually you know know that it happened i mean it's kind of it's hard to speak on but just it's a real fact and why i say that is because when i was 21 it was it was kind of when it really hit in my head like knowing that i was adopted and that was kind of the first time where i was just like overwhelmed with with pain and overwhelmed with just 
as I didn't know what it was, anxiety, and well, with just all these different feelings that I had no clue what was going on. My uh, biological sister actually had come into the, the picture as well when I was 21, but I guess the main thing too was my mom had given me like stuff, my, my mom Patricia Beard, my real mom or whatever, my, you know, the mom that I stay with now. Adopted um, mom? Yeah. Had Which given she me, is your, she is your real mom yeah, too. Yeah. Um, had given me uh, just all the paperwork, like the newspaper that my mom was in, um, and then as well as just like, um, birthday cards and just kind of stuff that she had had over the years when you're a kid i i feel like I, it was a big trauma for me regardless like i said you guys i was like a kid or a baby but it was still a big moment in my life because it's just i feel like every time she would show me stuff or do stuff i think my brain would just shut it off it just kind of was i wasn't there and so 21 like i said was kind of the first time where it hit me and kind of just kind of pushed me back and why i was kind of just talking on that is just because knowing is huge but when it finally sinks in I mean, you can know and not let it sink in. Like I said, 21, that's how long it took. Yeah. So it's, it, you know, the, the not knowing and knowing is definitely hugely different, but they definitely hold their own challenges. So. Yeah, because sometimes when either knowing or not knowing, either way, being adopted can really impact you at any age. Yes. Your brain will finally grab hold of it and be like, oh, this is what it means. This yes. is what it's really like. That can be very difficult. And for me on the other side... I had no idea who I looked like. So I would look for people who looked like me. Going to the mall, going to school, going out anywhere. I'd be like, hmm, maybe I'll run into somebody that looks like me. And I actually saw a few people that kind of looked like me, but we weren't related at all. <laughs> we had no clue who we were. So that was something that I had to work through. Because I was always wondered, hey, am I going to ever run into like a sibling somewhere? Right. You know, and be like, oh, hey, you look just like me. <laughs> or you see like a, an adult when you're a kid and you're like, hey, they look like they could be my parents. So that was always like a big guessing game for me. That was a hard part really for me. Just trying to find out where I fit in and who I look like. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that for sure. What about uh, your view on God when, in your adoption? And not just in your adoption, but in your life through the adoption. How have you felt about that? Um, I mean, yes, I, you know, definitely seen God through my whole story. Like I said before, you know, definitely didn't have my eye on him. You know, a lot of the time that didn't mean he wasn't in the story. You know, I'm, I'm blessed. You know, I was talking just the process of being, you know, adopted in my own mind and, and how I see things that, you know, it took time for me to, to, to realize, you know, that I was blessed and, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, you're, you're loved and, and all that good stuff that I was blessed because my family that I was adopted into did not have to love me the way they did and uh, show me the love they uh, showed me, grace and, and just everything they, they did for me, my brothers, my sisters, my mom, my dad. And so the grace of God definitely showed through them and the love of, of God showed through them. And that definitely gave me a path, a path to follow, a path to um, to, to try to, to hold, it, hold up just because I was the last one. But yeah, I just, I am, am blessed to be adopted but it, it took me time it took me uh the the road with god and like i said i'm on the road every day with him trying to learn and, and trying to figure this out but as where i'm at right now and, and where i stand i know that I'm blessed and that um you know through testimony and, and, and through hard time and, and good times and everything that's thrown at you when you finally fully understand that it's just a, it, the testimony is why he's doing it it just resonates for myself a lot better. It just makes sense to me because something that always just, just hit me hard. But it's like 
you know, God only gives his, you know, hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. And yeah, it's it just makes sense because I mean, there's a lot of things that I know he gives people that I'm like, man, there's no way I could do that. And I see, you know, people take it and, you know, pick it up and go with it and still handle their lives. And I can't believe it. But I know the things that I've done too, that some people couldn't hand and some people couldn't do that in this. So I'm just blessed, you know, for the testimony. And yeah. I take that truly. So. Yeah. I mean, for me growing up, sometimes I would be opposite of that. And it's, it's sad to say, but I would be like, God, why did you let this happen to me? Why did you let me be taken from a family that maybe would have loved me how I should be loved? But the older I get, the more I realize the reason he did it is because he wanted that glory and he wanted me to look to him for everything. And he wanted me to have two parents because I would have grown up in a single parent home, at least for part of it. Because my birth mom got remarried after a few years. Who knows how that would have worked out for me. But God wanted me to have a stable two-parent home from the beginning. Amen. The older I get, the more I realize that... He saw the bigger picture. Yeah, he saw the bigger picture. I saw the little picture <laughs> and he saw the big picture. But it was still hard for me to really understand that at first. Amen. What do you think your life would have looked like maybe if you weren't adopted? Huh? Do you think it'd be like super different? You know, or would it be kind of close to how you are now? Um, I think it'd be definitely different. I mean, you know, it's only, like you were saying, fantasy world, to, saying if it's going to be, you know, better or worse, because I, I, I could never say, but I just know it would be different just in my head. It's just because my family um, loved me so much, and I couldn't see myself without them. So just that alone would be different. Yeah, I, I would be definitely be different. Just even talking about that just kind of hits, because, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Um, it's a hard question. Yeah, because they're super important to me. So it would be different. Like I said, you'll never know if it'd be good or bad. Yeah, but, you don't know if it'd be better or uh, worse or the same. Yeah, but, but it definitely would have would just been a different world because people act different and you know people do things different and parent differently and everybody you know is gonna have their parents and their brothers and sisters. But you know, for myself, I was blessed just because I look up to each one of my siblings and as well as like my my parents. Definitely, they're not perfect by any means, and they all have their flaws, 100%. But the things that I found in them that are good are things that I have myself that I found that are good, and I stand on them. So, definitely important to me. Like I said, it took time to get to where I'm at, but like I said, I'm proud, excited for the, you know, like I said, the challenges that before I was scared and that I would hide away from and duck. I mean, I couldn't talk about this stuff a year ago, a year and a half ago. It's how far you can come when you talk about stuff as well as if you're willing to open up and just start the healing. Cause yeah, because really that's the good healing process is to share your story and your testimony yeah. about things. And that can get other people on that same track to healing. Yeah, knowing that they're not alone and knowing yes. that people might have similar stories. I just want you to know that God has never abandoned you and he's never abandoned me. Even though sometimes that's how it feels, he's always right there with us 100% of the time. Something to kind of think about as humans, oh, we're doing it on our own and we have the strength to do it and God has left me out and he doesn't want to be part of my life, especially when you're adopted because you already have that fear of abandonment, but he hasn't. He's been there from the very beginning. That's very true. And I wanted to tell not just you jerry but my i say it to, i have to say it to myself <laughs> and to the listeners yeah. that god hasn't abandoned us but also for this too don't give up don't give up no matter what you've gone through in your life as an adoptee don't give up because god is still there and just pray 
pray, pray, pray. Pray like your life depends on it. Because really, your life does depend on it. Yep. Pray that if you can meet your birth family, that that way is open to you. Whether you know or you don't know who they are. Or what the reasons were. Yep. But just pray that God reveals that path for you to get that resolve that you need. And a lot of the stuff, knowing or not knowing, like Craig would say, this, you know, not seeing the bigger picture. You know, some, sometimes it's not, you know, not meant for you to see. You're not meant to know. And that's, I guess, the full strength, which I'm nowhere near, but the full strength of believing and, and having faith is knowing that he, he saw the bigger picture and, and what he got you out of was worth what he did to get you adopted and what he did to get you in the new family. And knowing that you alone were adopted into God's family so regardless if the family we were adopted to, like I said, was blessed that I was adopted into a good family because some people are adopted into families that are just as bad as the, maybe the family that didn't take yeah. them. And I mean, so, that's kind of the yeah the risk. Yes, and so that's what I'm saying, just being blessed, but in the sense of following God. And if you don't, uh, I couldn't imagine. I mean, the pain you're going through or the, the, the stuff you have to go through. But if you do follow Jesus, knowing that you're adopted into his family, and once you're adopted into his family, it's the ultimate family and he won't let you down and everything he promises, he will hold his side of the bargain because that's the type of father he is and that's the type of God he is. And so yes. just knowing that, you know, putting that into heart really can uh, get you through some hard days. Yes. And I just wanted to say, like, if you want to know who your birth parents are, whether you, you know kind of your family story or you don't know, sometimes you have to put that work in yes. to find out who they are. And I just want you to know that you have to be prepared for whatever that outcome is going to be. Like for me, when I found out about my birth mother and I wrote her the letter and we talked, she accepted me with open arms. But when I reached out to my birth father, he rejected me all over again. So I went through both sides of that going, yes, this person love, wants to get to know me and wants to have a relationship with me and wants to know me. And this person still doesn't want anything to do with me. So it's kind of a hard thing to do, but you have to be willing to put yourself out there. You're going to have to put your heart on the line and it can hurt, but sometimes that outcome is amazing. And I, I just want everybody to know that. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to add today? No. All right. Well, I have a verse I'd like to share. It's Psalm 27 verse 10. And it's, even though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will not abandon me. That is just how he is and just kind of what we've been saying he won't abandon us so lord thank you for not abandoning us not abandoning me not abandoning jerry not abandoning any listeners or anybody in this world who wants to be close with you because you are the ultimate father you present us with the ultimate family so i just want to thank you for all that you do for us in your name i pray amen amen have a good week everybody yeah thank you if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at the Adopted Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, please rate, share, and subscribe.